Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Take me to the king. Don't have much to bring. My heart is torn in pieces. Here's my offering. Take me to the king. Truth is I'm tired. Options are few. I'm trying to pray. But where are you? I'm all churched out, hurting up you. I can't face what's left to do. Truth is I'm weak, no strength to fight. No tears to cry, even if I try. Oh, but still my soul refuses to die. One touch will change my life. Take me to the king. I don't have much to bring. My heart is torn in pieces. It's my offering. Lay me at the throne. Leave me there alone. To gaze upon your glory. And sing to you this song. Take me to the King. We need a word for the people's pain. Who need a word for the people's pain? So, Lord, speak right now. Let it fall like rain. We were desperate and we're chasing after you. Oh, no rules, no religion. I made my decision to run to you, the healer that you are. Take me to the king, much to bring. My heart is torn in pieces. 
It's my offering. Lay me at the throne and leave me there alone. So gaze upon your glory and sing to you listen. Take me to the place, nor where is the way. We keep making mistakes. Glory is not for us. It's all for you. So take me to the sea. I don't have much to bring. My heart is torn in pieces. It's my offering. Lay me at the throne. Leave me there. Gaze upon your glory and sing to you this song. Take me to the king. Take me to the king. Take me to the king. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Oh, we worship you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Why should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart fill me and long for heaven and Jesus is my portion, a constant friend is he, his eyes is all the spirit, and I know he watches me. His eyes are the and I know He watches over me. Because I'm happy, I sing because I'm free. 
His eyes on a sparrow, and I know he watches, he watches me. He watches me. His eyes on a sparrow. And I know he watches, I know he watches, I know he watches me. I know he watches me. I sing because I'm happy. I sing because of free. His eyes on a sparrow, and I know he watches me. He watches me. And I know, I know, I know, I know. His eyes on a sparrow, and I know he watches me. He watches me. He watches me. He watches me. Hallelujah. Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Oh, Jesus. Not a second or another minute, not an hour of another day. My head at this moment with my arms outstretched, I need you to make a way. As you have done so many times before, through a window and open door, I stretch my hands to thee. Can you rescue me? I need you right away. I need you now. Lord, I need you now. I need you now. Oh, Lord, I need you now. I need you now. Not another second 
to make me strong the feelings of guilt hurt shame and defeat the waves of trials that beat upon me but to know Lord that in you I've got victory I need you now Oh, I need you now. Oh, I need you right now. I need you now. Oh, not another thing. Not another minute. Can't wait another day. Oh, Lord, please make a way. Oh Lord, can't wait another day. Oh Lord, please make a way. Oh Lord, oh Lord. Oh Lord, oh Lord. Mm. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. I can only imagine what it will be like when I walk by your side. I can only imagine what my eyes will see when your face is before me. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Surrounded by your glory, what will my heart feel? 
feel when I dance for you, Jesus. Oh, and all of you be still when I stand in your presence. Feel my knees when I fall. When I sing hallelujah, will I be able to speak at home? I can only imagine. Hallelujah, God. I can only imagine. Oh, Jesus, thank you. I can only imagine when that day comes and I find myself standing in the sun. I can only imagine when all I will do is forever, forever worship you. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Oh, Jesus. Surrounded by your glory, what will my heart feel when I dance for you, Jesus? Oh, and all of you be still. When I stand in your presence, or to my knees, when I fall, when I sing, hallelujah, I'll be able to stand it all, I can only imagine, I can only imagine, Surrounded by your glory, what will our hearts feel? Will we dance for you, Jesus? Or in all of you be still? Will I stand in your presence? Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. The 
Great is your mercy towards me. Your loving kindness towards me. Your tender mercies I see. Day after day, forever faithful towards me. You always providing for me. Great is your mercy towards me. Great is your grace. Great is your mercy towards me, your loving kindness towards me, your tender mercy I see day after day. Forever faithful towards me, you're always providing for me. Great is your mercy towards me, great is your grace. Great is your mercy towards me, your loving kindness towards me, your tender mercy. I see day after day, all forever faithful. Towards me, you keep on providing for me. Great is your mercy towards me. Great is your grace, your grace, oh, your grace. Great is your mercy towards me. Your loving kindness towards me, your tender mercy, I see day after day. Oh, oh, forever faithful, oh, faithful towards me, you always provide Providing for me, great is your mercy towards me. Oh, great is your grace. Oh, great mercy towards me. Your loving kindness towards me. Your tender mercy has seen me all day after day, all forever faithful towards 
me. You are my providing for me. Great is your mercy towards me. Green is your grace. Green is your mercy. Your mercy towards me. Your loving kindness. Oh, your kindness towards me. Your tender mercy. Your mercies I see. Day after day. Forever always, you're always faithful. You're always faithful towards me. You're always providing. You're always providing. Jehovah Jireh, bring us your mercy towards me. Oh, great as you pray. Oh, great as you pray.
Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. It's the best thing I've ever, ever done. When it's on, I feel protected in his arms. I feel disconnected in his arms. I feel protected in his own place unwrapped. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. It's the best thing I've ever done. And it's not I feel protected. On his arm, never disconnected. And his arm. I feel protected in this no place I'd rather, rather be. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus is the best thing I've ever, ever done. It's the best thing I've ever, ever done. Ooh, yeah, it's the best thing I've ever, ever done. Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. Yes, Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're just going to end this worship tonight. I wanted to sing a couple of songs. God's the Lord's been putting on my heart to sing the Psalms, the Word of God. Um, kind of similar to how it used to sound um, during the times of, of the rainy David. The king shall join. This is Psalms 21. 
It's Psalms 21, if anyone wants to read along while I'm singing. Shall make a man's appear beloved in the time of fighting. The Lord shall swallow them up in his wrath, and the fire shall devour them. The fruit shall thou destroy from you, and their seed from among my children. For they are sinning against thee. They imagine a wicked design. But they did not prevail. Therefore shall thou separate them. I shall make ready that ever. Upon thy strength against the face of them. Be thou exalted, Lord. And mine own strength, so will we sing and praise thy brothers. Be thou exalted, Lord, and mine own strength, and so we will sing and praise thy brothers. Praise thy brothers. Praise thy brothers. Psalms 22. My God, my God, why has not forsaken me? 
why art thou so far from helping me? And from the words of my pride, oh my God, I cry. In the daytime, but thou hearest not. And in the night season, I'm in that silence. But thou art holy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Are you hurting and broken within? Overwhelmed by the weight of your sin? Jesus is calling. Have you come to the end of yourself? Do you thirst for a drink from the well? Jesus is calling. Oh, come to the altar. The Father's arms are open wide. Forgiveness was bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Leave behind your regrets and mistakes. Come today, there's no reason to wait. Jesus is calling. Bring your sorrows and trade them for joy. From the ashes, a new life is born. Jesus is calling. Oh, come to the altar. The Father's arms are open wide. Forgiveness was born with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Come to the altar. The Father's arms are open wide. Forgiveness was bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. <clears throat> oh, what a Savior! Isn't he wonderful? Sing hallelujah, Christ is risen. Bow down before him, for he is Lord of all. Sing hallelujah. Christ is risen. 
bow down before him, for he is Lord of Sing hallelujah, Christ is risen. Bow down before him, for he is Lord of Sing hallelujah, Christ is risen. Oh, come to the altar, the Father's arms are open wide. Forgiveness was bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Come to the altar. The Father's arms are open wide. Forgiveness was bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your presence today, Lord God. We thank you for your presence. Oh, Jesus, we worship you. Thank you, Lord God. You are our portion, Lord God, and we love you. I love you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to go into the sermon. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Praise him. He's so good. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. We worship you, Lord God. Thank you for your presence here. Thank you, Lord God, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, you're a good God. Thank you, Lord God. You're so good. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to start off with just a short prayer. Amen. Before we go into the sermon. Hallelujah. Jesus, you are so good to us, Jesus. You are mighty. You are wonderful. And you are worthy, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus, for your gift of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Jesus, for your blessings. We thank you, Jesus, for your understanding, Jesus for blessing us with wisdom through the power of your Holy Spirit, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, for being our help in times of need, Jesus. For you truly do help us, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Even when we don't understand, Jesus, you are there for us. You are helping us, Jesus. You said that you will never leave us, Jesus. Thank you for, for never leaving us. Thank you for leading us, Jesus. Thank you for being with us, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for blessing us, Jesus, and anointing us and blanketing us in peace, Jesus. We lose peace over every household today, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Over uh, Miss Rose and Herman, Jesus. Over Sister Star, Brother Ty, and their family, their children. Over Sister Brenda, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Over Miss Donna and Mr. Ben, Jesus. We loose it, Jesus, over our family, over our children here, Jesus. We loose it, Jesus, over every household and everyone that we're connected to, Jesus. Blanket us in your peace, in your love, Jesus. Help us, Jesus, and lead us. Speak to us and speak through us, Jesus. Use us all, Jesus. Use me, Jesus. Use us, Jesus. Help us to hear, Jesus, your word tonight. Help us to hear, Jesus, your scriptures. Open up your scriptures, Jesus. Do revelation, Jesus through dreams and visions, Jesus, in a mighty way, Jesus, as we go into our, 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 our praise and worship, our pressing into you later tonight, Jesus, and here and now, Jesus, we fellowship, Jesus, together and with you. In the holy name of Jesus, we pray, and we say hallelujah, amen, in the holy name of Jesus, amen. So on our last uh, sermon, we were uh, going through the very, very end of Leviticus 22. Amen. And so we're going to actually, we're going to start off in, Jesus wanted us to start off in, uh, let me see here, Zechariah, because this is actually, um, this sermon goes right into Leviticus 23, which, which introduces us to the feast days. Amen. And so, we're going to go uh, right to Zechariah 12, uh, 14. Jesus led us right to Zechariah 14. Amen. And Jesus wants us to start right at line 9. Amen. Because when we look at Zechariah 14, Jesus is telling us about the near future. Amen. So uh, let me let me guys uh, let me let me know if you guys need a second to get there. Amen. If you guys are already there, just say amen. Hallelujah. You guys hear me all right? 
can hear you. Um, what is it, Zacharias 10? Zechariah 14. Zechariah Amen. 14. 14, starting in line nine. Okay. Amen. So Zechariah 14, starting in line nine, it says, And the Lord shall be king over all the earth. In that day, the Lord shall be one and his name one. Hallelujah. Amen. All the land shall become a plain from Geba to Rimon, south of Jerusalem, and she shall be lifted up and inhabited in her place from Benjamin's gate unto the place of the first gate, unto the gate of the corners, and from the tower of Hananiel unto the king's wine presses. Amen. And so we looked at this. Jesus led us uh, to find out a little bit more about this information. We were doing the Revelation, uh, the Revelation series. In line 11, it says, and men shall dwell in it. Amen. And it shall never be anathema again, but Jerusalem shall be safely inhabited. Amen. And Zechariah. Zechariah 14. And right now we're at, uh, let me see here, line 11. Amen. Thank you, brother. Amen. And let me see here. When we look at the word uh, anathema, hallelujah, uh, what that is describing. What's that? What what that is describing? Um, again, is safety and no more destruction. Amen. So no more destruction. Hallelujah. That has uh, that that's complete safety. Amen. And we haven't seen that yet. So this is why we're, we know we're looking at the near future. Amen. And so it says here. It says. And men shall dwell in it, and there shall be no more utter destruction, but Jerusalem shall be safely inhabited, safely inhabited. And this shall be the plague wherewith the Lord will smite all the people that have fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh shall consume away while they stand upon their feet, and their eyes shall consume away in their holes. And the tongue shall consume away in their mouth, and it shall come to pass in that day that a great tumult from the Lord shall be among them, and they shall lay hold every one on the hand of his neighbor. And his hand shall rise up against the hand of his neighbor. And Judas also shall fight in Jerusalem. And the wealth of all the heathen round about shall be gathered together, gold and silver and apparel in great abundance. And so shall be the plague of the horse, of the mule, of the camel, and of the ass, and of all the beasts that shall be in these tents as this plague. And it shall come to pass that everyone that is left of all the nations which came against Jerusalem shall even go up from year to year to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, and to keep the feast of tabernacles. And it shall be that whoso will not come up of all the families of the earth unto Jerusalem to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, even upon them shall be no rain. And if the family of Egypt go not up and come not that have no rain, there shall be the plague wherewith the Lord will smite the heathen that come not up to keep the feast of tabernacles. This shall be the punishment of Egypt and the punishment of all nations that come not up to keep the feast of tabernacles. In that day, 
shall there be upon the bells of the horses holiness unto the Lord, and the pots in the Lord's house shall be like the bowls before the altar. Yea, every pot in Jerusalem and in Judah shall be holiness unto the Lord of hosts, and all they that sacrifice shall come and take of them and seethe therein. And in that day there shall be no more the Canaanite in the house of the Lord of hosts. Table, um, oh, I'm sorry. There shall be no more Canaanite in the house of the Lord of um, Lord of hosts. Amen. And so it's talking about the near future. It's talking about um, the a thousand years of peace. Amen. Going into that time that Jesus rules the whole earth. That's the a thousand years of peace. Amen. So the next scripture that Jesus um, led us to is going, we're going back to Leviticus 22 and just reading the very, very end of that. Amen. Where we left off at. Leviticus 22. Jesus led us to Leviticus 22. We're going to start in line 31. Amen. Let, let me know if you guys need a minute to get there. Amen. Leviticus 22, starting in line 31. That's where Jesus led us to. Amen. Amen. So Leviticus chapter two, amen. Starting in line 31, it says, therefore, shall you keep my commandments and do them? I am the Lord. Neither shall you profane my holy name, but I will be hallowed among the children of Israel. I am the Lord, which hallow you that brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord. Amen. Hold on one second. Bear with me for just a minute here. Amen. All right. So Jesus led us right into Leviticus 23. Amen. Right into the next chapter. Amen. And we're going to start right at the top, right at line one. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them concerning the feasts of the Lord which you shall proclaim to be holy convocations, even these are my feasts. Amen. Six days shall work be done, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest, an holy convocation. You shall do no work there, and it is the Sabbath of the Lord in all your dwellings. Amen. So Jesus wants us to look just briefly at the Sabbath. Amen. So, Jesus led us back to Genesis 2, amen, to look at the first mention and the, the, the giving of the Sabbath and, and why um, it was and is important, amen. Hallelujah. So we're going to Genesis. Jesus led us to Genesis 2, and we're just going to read the first three lines, amen. Let me know if you guys need a minute to get there. And if you're already there, just say amen. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Everybody, everybody there already? Amen. All right. Genesis 2, starting in line one. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it, he had rested from all his work, which God created and made. Amen. So he made that day holy. Hallelujah. And so we see this, the continuance of the importance of this day in, in Exodus. And Jesus wants us to go right into Exodus to take a look at this. Amen. It's uh, where Jesus led us to Exodus 16. Amen. Starting in line 14. Hallelujah. Exodus 16, starting in line 14. That's where Jesus wants us at. Amen. Exodus 16. And we're going to start in line 14. Amen. And when the dew that lay was gone up, behold, upon the face of the wilderness, there lay small a small round thing, as small as the hoarfrost on the ground. Amen. So remember, in this, in this chapter, the children of Israel had just came out of uh, Egypt in the Exodus, and they went to a place called Elim. Amen. And then they, they started to venture out into the wilderness of sin. Amen. And this was between Sinai. This is like before they got to Sinai, between Elim and Sinai was the wilderness of sin. And it was a lot of testing. This was a, a huge test of faith for them. This is Jesus introducing them to trusting in him in a, in a new way, which has a lot to do with the Sabbath. Amen. All right. So line 15. And when the children of Israel saw it, they said one to another, it is manna, for they wist not what it was, or they didn't know what it was. And Moses said unto them, This is the bread which the Lord hath given you to eat. This is the thing which the Lord hath commanded. Gather of it every man according to his eating, and omer for every man according to the number of your persons. Take you every man for them which are in his tents. And the children of Israel did so, and gathered some more, some less. And when they did met it with an omer, he that gathered much had nothing over, and he that gathered little had no lack. They gathered every man according to his eating. And Moses said, let no man leave of it till the morning. Notwithstanding, they hearkened not. They didn't listen to him. They listened not. They hearkened not unto Moses. But some of them left of it until the morning, and it bred worms and stank. And Moses was wroth with them, which means he was angry with them. And they gathered it every morning, every man according to his eating. And when the sun waxed hot, it melted. And it came to pass that on the sixth day, they gathered twice as much bread, two omers for one man. And all the rulers of the congregation came and told Moses. And he said unto them, this is that which the Lord have said. Tomorrow is the rest of the holy Sabbath unto the Lord. Bake that which you will bake today and seed that you will seed and that which remaineth over lay up for you to be kept until the morning. And they laid it up till the morning as Moses bade and it did not stink. Neither was there any worm therein. And Moses said, 
Eat that today, for today is a Sabbath unto the Lord. Today you shall not find it in the field. Six days you shall gather it, but on the seventh day, which is the Sabbath in it, there shall be none. And it came to pass that there went out some of the people on the seventh day for to gather, and they found none. And the Lord said unto Moses, How long refuse you to keep my commandments and my laws? See, for that the Lord have given you the Sabbath. Therefore he giveth you on the sixth day the bread of two days. Abide ye every man in his place. Let no man, man go out of his place on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day. Amen. And so that have a lot to do with faith. Amen. But trusting Jesus to know that he's going to provide enough for that next day and not having to go out and to try to do things off of your own strength or go out and to, to look and to see or to, and to work and to do these things. Jesus is saying, trust me, have faith that I'm going to provide for you on that day. All right. Amen. And you can rest and be sure. Amen. It says in the house of Israel called the name there, there of manna. And it was like coriander seed white and the taste of it was like wafers made with honey and moses said this is the thing which the lord commanded fill on omer of it to be kept for your generations that they may see the bread wherewith i have fed you in the wilderness when i brought you forth from the land of egypt amen the feast days of joy amen and the sabbath day was like a kind of like a, a mini feast Amen. Hallelujah. So Jesus led us to uh, next to Luke 13. Amen. He's leading us to Luke 13. And we're going to start in line 10 in Luke 13. Amen. Let me know if you guys need a minute to get there. Amen. And so again, Jesus wanted them and want, wants us to trust in him that he will provide for us when we take a rest. Amen. And so it's, it's even interesting because the children of Israel also had this thing called the sabbatical year. Amen. The seventh year. And so they would have to, um, they wouldn't plant anything during that year. And so they had to, they had to, um, to have to have faith to know that Jesus was going to provide for them of the, the food that they had gathered the previous year that was enough. And so it was the same thing. Faith, trusting in Jesus, building up that faith, him teaching us faith through these circumstances. And, and, and we go through the same things now. Amen. But Jesus is like, pray to me. Don't trust in your own hands. Pray to me and I will provide. Amen. So Jesus led us to Luke 13, starting in line 10. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, woman, thou art loose from thine infirmity. And he laid his hands on her. And immediately she was made straight and glorified God. Amen. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day and said unto the people, there are six days in which men ought to work. In them, therefore, come and be healed 
and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord then answered him and said, Thou hypocrite, doth not each one of you on the Sabbath day loose his ox or his ass from the stall and lead him away to watering? And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan hath bound low these 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? And when he had said these things, all his adversaries were ashamed, and all the people rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. Then said he, Unto what is the kingdom of God like? And whereunto shall I resemble it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and cast into his garden, and it grew and waxed a great tree, and the fowls of the air lodged in the branches of it. And again he said, Whereunto shall I liken the kingdom of God? It is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal, till the whole was leavened. And he went through the cities and villages teaching and journeying towards Jerusalem. Amen. And so Jesus performs miracles on the Sabbath. Amen. But the Pharisees, they, their, their minds and their hearts and their spirits were so closed to um, mercy and peace and compassion that they couldn't see that. They couldn't understand that. Amen. Because they were possessed with that um, religious spirit. Amen. So the next scripture that Jesus led us to, just the next uh, scripture over, is Luke 14, starting in line one. Amen. And it came to pass as he went into the house of one of the chief Pharisees to eat bread on the Sabbath day, they that watched him, and behold, that they watched him, and behold, there was a certain man before him which had the dropsy. And Jesus answering spake unto the lawyers and Pharisees, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath day? And they held their peace. And he took him and he healed him and let him go and answered them, saying, Which of you shall have an ass or an ox fallen into a pit and will not straightway pull him out on the Sabbath day? And they could not answer him again these things. And he put forth a parable to those which were bidden when he marked how they chose out the chief rooms, saying unto them, When thou art bidden of any man to a wedding, sit not down in the highest room, lest a more honorable man than thou be bidden of him. Amen. And he that bade thee and him come, say to thee, give this man place, and thou begin with shame to take the lowest room. So he's saying the person that invited you come and say to you, give this man place, and you begin with shame to take the lowest room. But when you are bidden, when you are invited, go and sit down in the lowest room, that when he bade thee, when he, when he invited you to come, he may say unto you, friend, go up higher. Then shall you have worship in the presence of them that sit at meat with thee, that sit at the table with you. For whosoever exalt himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Amen. Then said he also to him that bade him, when thou makest a dinner or a supper, call not thy friends nor thy brethren, neither thy kinsmen nor thy rich neighbors, lest they also bid thee again and a recompense be, uh, be made thee be, or be made you. But when you make us a feast, call the poor, the maimed, the lame, the blind, and thou shalt be blessed. For they cannot recompense thee, but thou shalt be recompensed at the resurrection of the just. Amen. And Jesus talks about this. We're going to actually look at that scripture. Amen. A little bit later. Amen. It talks about that, about the mercy and the compassion of the poor. And the maimed and the lame and the widow and the orphan. Amen. And the stranger. Amen. 
Hallelujah. So Jesus led us back to Leviticus 23. Amen. And we're going to keep going through the rest of this scripture, the rest of this chapter in Leviticus. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus led us back to Leviticus 23. We're going to look at, at line four. Let's start at line four. Jesus wants us to start at line four. Amen. Let me know if I'm going too fast for any of you guys. Amen. So Jesus led us back to Leviticus 23. We're going to start at line four. Amen. These are the feasts of the Lord, even holy convocations, which you shall proclaim in their seasons. Amen. In the 14th day of the first month at even is the Lord's Passover. And on the 15th day of the same month is the feast of unleavened bread unto the Lord. Seven days you must eat unleavened bread. So the first day, amen, is the Passover. And then the next day starts unleavened bread, which is, they're pretty much the same festival, but the name is different on the second day. Amen. The 14th day of the first month at even is the Lord's Passover. And the 15th day at the same month is the Feast of Unleavened Bread unto the Lord. Seven days you must eat unleavened bread. In the first day you shall have an holy convocation. You shall do no servile work therein. Amen. But you shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. Seven days in the seventh day is an holy convocation. You shall do no servile work. Amen. So the first the first day, amen, and the last day of the feast is uh, our special days, the actual feasting part of the day um, where we get together. Amen. But the, um, the whole period is focused on Jesus. Amen. That whole period, you're strictly focused on Jesus. That's why they say no, there's no servile work that is supposed to be done. Amen. So the next scripture that Jesus led us to is Exodus 5. Amen. Exodus 5. Bear with me for just a second. Amen. Amen. So Exodus 5, Jesus led us to Exodus 5. Amen. Starting in line 1. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And afterward, Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, let my people go that they may hold a feast unto me in the wilderness. Amen. So remember when they when this the, the Passover was actually instituted, this, this is the very end of the Exodus story. Amen. And so this is like the, the um, when we start to get a clue of what the Exodus is. I mean, what the Passover is. Amen. 
And afterward, Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, thus saith the Lord God of Israel, let my people go, that they may hold a feast unto me in the wilderness. And Pharaoh said, who is the Lord that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? I know not the Lord, neither will I let Israel go. And they said, the God of the Hebrews have met with us. Let us go, we pray thee, three days' journey into the desert and sacrifice unto the Lord our God, lest he fall upon us with pestilence or with the sword. And the king of Egypt said unto them, Where, Wherefore do you, Moses and Aaron, let the people from their works get you unto your burdens? So he said, Get back to work. Amen. I'm not going to let you go out into the wilderness and sacrifice and hold, and hold this, hold this, uh, this feast day to your God. He refused. He had that 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 prideful spirit. Amen. That that rebellious spirit. Amen. So the next scripture that Jesus led us to is just going up a little bit more into Exodus. Jesus led us to Exodus 12. Amen. Starting in line one. Amen. Exodus 12, starting in line one. Amen. Let me know if you guys need a minute to get there. Amen. Jesus led us to Exodus 12. We're going to start in line one. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak you unto the, the, the congregation of Israel. Okay. Amen. So Passover marked the beginning of the year. Speak you unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month, they shall take to them every man a lamb according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for a house. Amen. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next unto his house take it according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish. Amen. A male of the first year, you shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats, and you shall keep it up until the 14th day of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening, and they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper door posts of the houses wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh in that night, roast with fire and unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Eat not of it raw nor sodden at all with water, but roast with fire his head with his legs, and with the pertinence thereof. And you shall let nothing of it remain until the morning, and that which remaineth of it until the morning you shall burn with fire, and thus you shall eat it. With your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. So he's saying, you, Jesus is saying, eat it in a, eat it fast. Eat it in a hurry, because I'm about to take, I'm about to take you guys out of Egypt. Amen. We have to keep these this, this in mind for this time period because we're in the same type of scenario right now. Amen. He said, Thus you shall eat it with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. So again, we're in uh, Exodus 12, and now we're in line 12. Amen. 
For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord, and the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Amen. When I see the blood, when, he, when Jesus sees the blood, amen. We live in modern day Egypt. Jesus saying when he sees the blood, when he sees that we have dedicated ourselves to him. Hallelujah. And this day shall be unto you for a memorial, and you shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. You shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever. Seven days shall you eat unleavened bread. Even the first day you shall put away leaven out of your houses. For whosoever eateth leavened bread from the first day until the seventh day, that soul shall be cut off from Israel. And in the first day there shall be an holy convocation. And in the seventh day there shall be an holy convocation to you. No manner of work shall be done in them, save that which every man must eat, that only may be done of you. And you shall observe the feast of unleavened bread. For in this selfsame day have I brought your armies out of the land of Egypt. Therefore shall you observe this day in your generations by an ordinance forever. In the first month, on the 14th day of the month, at even, you shall eat unleavened bread until the one and 20th day of the month at even. Seven days shall there be no leaven found in your houses. Whosoever eateth that which is leaven, even that soul shall be cut off from the congregation of Israel, whether he be a stranger or born in the land. You shall eat nothing leaven in all your habitations, shall you eat unleavened bread. Then Moses called for all the elders of Israel and said unto them, Draw out and take you a lamb according to your families and kill the Passover, and you shall take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood that is in the basin and strike the lentil on the two side posts with the blood that is in the basin and none of you shall go out at the door of his house until the morning for the lord will pass through to smite the egyptians and when he seeth the blood upon the lentil and on the two side posts the lord will pass over the door and will not suffer the destroyer to come into unto your houses to smite you and you shall observe this thing for an ordinance to thee and to thy sons forever Amen. Forever. Amen. And it shall come to pass when you become to the land which the Lord will give you, according as he hath promised that you shall keep this service. And it shall come to pass when your children shall say unto you, what mean ye by this service? That you shall say, it is, it is the sacrifice of the Lord's Passover, who passed over the houses of the children of Israel in Egypt, when he smote the Egyptians and delivered our houses. And the people bowed the head and worshipped. And the children of Israel went away and did as the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron, so did they. And it came to past that at midnight the Lord smote all the firstborn in the land of Egypt from the firstborn of Pharaoh that sat on his throne unto the firstborn of the captive that was in the dungeon and all the firstborn of cattle and Pharaoh rose up in the night he and all his servants and all the Egyptians and there was a great cry in Egypt for there was not a house where there was not one dead and he called for Moses and Aaron by night and said rise up get you forth from among my people both you and the children of Israel go serve the Lord as you have said also take your flocks and your herds, as you have said, and be gone and bless me also. So he said, be gone. Take everything with you. Take take it all. Don't leave anything behind, but make sure you bless me. Amen. And the Egyptians were urging upon the people that they might send them out 
of the land in haste, for they said, we be all dead men. So they said, "In a good, get out of here in a hurry. Go as fast as you can. And the people took their dough before it was leavened, their kneading troughs being bound up in their clothes upon their shoulders. And the children of Israel did according to the word of Moses, and they borrowed of the Egyptians jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment. So clothes. So they, Jesus told them to, to bake unleavened bread, but also the bread that they had that they actually had prepared that they were going to put leaven in, they didn't even have time to put it in because Jesus told them to, to, to go in a hurry. And, the, and then the Egyptians told them, get out of here in a hurry. So they couldn't even put leaven in, in their in their, um, in their their bread when they were preparing it for to leave because they knew they were going to be on a long journey. So they didn't even have time to put it in there. Amen. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they lent unto them such things as they required. And they spoiled the Egyptians. And the children of Israel journeyed from Ramses to Succoth, about 600,000 on foot that were men beside children. And a mixed multitude went up also with them, and flocks and herds even very much cow. That means that there were Egyptians that went up with them. Amen. And they baked unleavened cakes of dough, which they brought forth out of Egypt, for it was not leavened, because they were thrust out of Egypt. They were pushed out of Egypt. And could not tarry, they could not stay, they could not wait. Neither had they prepared for themselves any victuals, so no other food. No other food. Amen. Now the sojourning of the children of Israel who dwelt in Egypt was 430 years. Amen. And it came to pass at the end of the 430 years, even the selfsame day, it came to pass that all the hosts of the Lord went out from the land of Egypt. It is a night to be much observed unto the Lord for bringing them out from the land of Egypt. This is that night of the Lord to be observed of all the children of Israel in their generations. And the Lord said unto Moses and Aaron, this is the ordinance of the Passover. There shall no stranger eat thereof, but every man's servant that is bought for money when thou has circumcised him, then shall he eat thereof. A foreigner and an hired servant shall not eat thereof. In one house shall it be eaten. Thou shalt not carry forth aught or anything out of the flesh abroad out of the house. Neither shall you break a bone thereof. All the congregation of Israel shall keep it. And when a stranger shall sojourn with thee and will keep the Passover to the Lord, let all his males be circumcised. Then let them come near and keep it. And he shall be as one that is born in the land. For no uncircumcised person shall eat thereof. One law shall be to him that is homeborn and unto the stranger that sojourneth among you. So one law. Thus did all the children of Israel as the Lord commanded Moses and Aaron. So did they. And it came to pass. The selfsame day that the Lord did bring the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt by their armies. Amen. Interesting thing about that when it says that um, there, um, neither shall you break a bone thereof. When Jesus was crucified, uh, none of his bones uh, were broken. Amen. Hallelujah. So the next scripture that Jesus led us to was Mark 14. Amen. Going up to the New Testament, Jesus led us to Mark 14. Amen. Starting in line one. Amen. Let me know if I'm going too fast for you guys. Or if that's if this, the pace is okay. 
the pace okay for everybody? Amen. Amen. All right. Amen. Asking, I just got off work and I had to go to the Walmart. So I'm listening. Amen. Okay, I'm not amen. able to follow along in a word, but I'm listening. Basically. Amen. Okay, great. Amen. So Jesus led us to Mark 14, lines 1 through 2. After two days was the, was the feast of the Passover and of, of, of unleavened bread. <clears throat> and the chief priests and the scribes sought how they might take him by craft and put him to death. So they were planning and scheming to put Jesus to death during this time. But they said, not on the feast day, lest there be an uproar of the people, because they knew there was going to be so many people there that they didn't want to do it. Amen. But it was God's will for that to happen anyway. Amen. Hallelujah. The next scripture that Jesus led us to was Luke 12. Amen. And if I'm not mistaken, that particular Passover, they didn't do it, but they did it on the next. Amen. So Luke 12, Jesus led us to Luke 12, lines 1 through 3. Amen. In the meantime, when they were gathered together in a numerable multitude of people, insomuch that they trod one upon another, uh, he began to say unto his disciples, first of all, beware you of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. For there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed, neither hid that shall not be known. Therefore, whatsoever you have spoken in darkness shall be heard in the light. And that which you have spoken in the ear in closet shall be proclaimed upon the housetops. Amen. So Jesus is saying, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy, which is that religious spirit um, and like the critical, the critical spirit uh, when, you, when somebody is judging somebody for something, but yet they're doing the same thing themselves. We have to be careful with that. So Jesus is saying, this is the leaven now during the time of the New Testament that we have to be careful of amen and he wants us to observe the passover in this way and the unleavened bread the feast of unleavened bread in this way by not letting leaven amen into our lives the hypocrisy into our lives amen and this is this is um how we are uh we are fulfilling that amen um you know, um, now during the uh, the time of the New Testament. Amen. And so the next scripture that Jesus led us to, amen, is Luke 22. Hallelujah. Luke 22, we're going to start in line one. Amen. Now the Feast of Unleavened Bread drew nigh, which is called the Passover, and the chief priests and scribes sought how they might kill him, for they feared the people. Then Satan entered into Judas' surname Iscariot, being of the number of the twelve. And he went, went his way and communed with the chief priests and captains, how he might betray um, him and unto them. 
and they were glad and covenanted to give him money. And he promised and sought opportunity, opportunity to betray him unto them in the absence of the multitude. Then came the day of unleavened bread, when the Passover must be killed. And he sent Peter and John, saying, Go and prepare us the Passover, that we may eat. And they said unto him, Where will thou that we prepare? And he said unto them, Behold, when you are entered into the city, there shall a man meet you, bearing a pitcher of water. Follow him into the house where he entered, entereth in. And you shall say unto the good man of the house, The master saith unto thee, Where is the guest chamber where I shall eat the Passover with my disciples? And he shall show you a large upper room, furnished there make ready. And they went and found as he had said unto them, and they made ready the Passover. And when the hour was come, he sat down and the twelve apostles with him. And he said unto them, With desire I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say unto you, I will not any more eat thereof until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. And he took bread and gave thanks and break it and gave unto them, saying, This is my body which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. Likewise, also the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you. Amen. Because Jesus' body is the um, was and is the unleavened bread. But behold, the hand of him, hallelujah, that betrayeth me is with me on the table. And truly the Son of Man goeth as it was determined, but woe unto that man by whom he is betrayed. And they began to inquire among themselves which of them it was that should do this thing. And there was also a strife among them, which of them should be accounted the greatest. And he said unto them, The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and they that exercise authority upon them are called benefactors, but you shall not be so. But he that is greatest among you, let him be as the younger, and he that is chief as he that does serve. So Jesus says, for whether is greater, he that sitteth at meat or sitteth at the table, or he that serveth is not he that sitteth at meat. He's saying, is he is, is it the person that sits at the table? And he's saying that's, that's that's true in the world. But I am among you as he that serveth. So Jesus is saying, Jesus is saying he's the example of the person that serves in the kingdom. The king serving us, you are they which have continued with me in my temptations, and I appoint unto you a kingdom as my father have appointed unto me. Amen. That you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Amen. And so we think about when you when you think about when Jesus says, when you eat and drink at my table in my kingdom. And we talk talk about that great supper, amen. It's it's you can we can look at it as it could be a it could be a feast day, amen. We're gonna go into that a little in a little bit here, amen. So Jesus humbled the Passover meal, and that became and is communion, amen. Because Jesus said, "This eat this is my body." The unleavened bread and because they would and they would drink wine on the passover so he said drink this and they shared they shared that bread and they shared that wine everybody didn't have a cup 
Everybody didn't have a piece of bread. He broke it and everybody shared it. And it became a humble and a symbol of the, of the um, a humble meal and a symbol of the, of being served and serving. So we serve each other in the body of Christ. And we are, um, we, we give him, we give him, we give back to each other by serving and being served because that's what Jesus did. Amen. He, he expects us to serve him by going out in the world and preaching his gospel, talking about the gospel, talking about our testimonies, the things that he worked, the miracles that he worked in our lives and what he can do for others. Amen. Hallelujah. So that turned, he turned that, that Passover meal and brought it into the New Testament, into communion. Amen. The, the, the Lord's Supper. Amen. So the next scripture that Jesus led us to is First uh, Corinthians 5. Amen. First Corinthians 5. Hallelujah. Amen. First Corinthians 5. And Jesus led us to start at line 6 in First Corinthians 5. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're starting in line 6. It says, your glory is not good. Know ye not that a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump? Purge out therefore the old leaven, that you may be a new lump, as you are unleavened. For even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. I wrote unto you in an epistle, not to company with fornicators yet not altogether with fornicators of this world or with covetousness or extortionists or with idolaters for them must you needs go out of the world. Amen. So Jesus is saying that, that also that leaven is also the world and, and the unleavened is the kingdom. Amen. So he's saying, keep it, keep that feast. Amen. Hallelujah. So, Jesus led us uh, back to Leviticus 23, and we're now we're going to go into first fruits. Amen, which is very interesting. Amen. This is one of my favorite feasts besides the uh, the Passover. It's one of my favorite feast days. Amen. And there are times when Jesus leads us to um, to go and to actually observe the feast days. Amen. We've observed the feast. Um, Jesus led us as a family to observe the feast days uh, for the last uh, couple of years. Amen. And it's um, it's a humbling uh, experience. Amen. And, and, and we've received lots of revelations and lots of insights. Um, as we went through these scriptures and read them during those those times, and um, our children really um, got a lot out of it as well too. And it's 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 uh, he 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 helps you to break through uh, comfort with a lot of these um, feast days because it involves a lot of fasting and a lot of um, seeking of Jesus. Um, amen. And so Jesus led us to uh, Leviticus twenty three. We're going to start at line nine. Amen. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When you be come into the land which I gave unto you, and shall reap the harvest thereof, 
Then you shall bring a sheaf of the first fruits of your harvest unto the priest, and he shall wave the sheaf before the Lord to be accepted for you on the morrow, on the next day. After the Sabbath, the priest shall wave it. The priest shall wave it. Amen. And you shall offer that day when you wave the sheaf and he lamb without blemish of the first year for a burnt offering unto the Lord. And the meat offering thereof shall be two tenth deals of fine flour mingled with oil and an offering made by fire unto the Lord. For a sweet savor and the drink offering thereof shall be of wine, the fourth part of an hen. And you shall eat neither bread nor parched corn nor green ears until the selfsame day that you have brought an offering unto your God. It shall be a statute forever throughout your generations in all your dwellings. And you shall count unto you from the morrow, the next day, after the Sabbath, from the day that you brought the sheaf of the wave offering, seven Sabbaths shall be complete. Amen. And so if we go back, uh, when Jesus talks about the um, the gifts and the curses in Deuteronomy 28, Jesus, uh, amen, speaks about something very interesting. He talks about that we'll be blessed if we follow him and follow his laws and his ways. Amen. He said that we'll be blessed from the fruit of our ground from the fruit of our basket or our store and the fruit of our loins, that's our children. So we can think about um, also an, another um, example of first fruits would be our children, our oldest, our oldest child specifically, amen. So Jesus led us to Exodus 13, amen. And this, this chapter talks about um, our first child being dedicated to Jesus. Amen. Our oldest. Amen. So um, Exodus chapter 13, line one, it says, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Sanctify me, all the firstborn. Whatsoever openeth the womb among the children of Israel, both of man and of beast, is mine. And Moses said unto the people, Remember this day in which you came out of from Egypt, out from the house of bondage for by strength of hand the lord brought you out from this place there shall there shall no leavened bread be eaten amen this day came you out in the month of bib amen amen And it shall be when the Lord shall bring thee into the land of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Hivites and the Jebusites which he swear unto the father unto thy fathers to give thee a land flowing with milk and honey, that thou shalt keep this service in this month. Seven days thou shalt eat unleavened, unleavened bread, and in the seventh day shall be a feast to the Lord. Unleavened bread shall be eaten seven days, and there shall no leavened bread be seen with thee, neither shall there be leaven seen with thee in all thy quarters. And thou shalt show thy son in that day, saying, This is done because of that which the Lord did unto me when I came forth out of Egypt. And it shall be for a sign unto thee upon him, upon thine hand, and for a memorial between thine eyes, that the Lord's law may be in thy mouth. For with a strong hand have the Lord brought thee out of Egypt. And so, again, we talked about this before. Amen. That when it says, a memorial between thine eyes and, and um, uh, a sign upon thine hand amen it's not talking about um when we see um those jewish people over there in in, in israel putting a uh, a box on their on their forehead and a box on their hand 
that's idolatry. Amen. That's not, that has nothing to do with what Jesus is talking about. He's talking about um, holding it in your hand spiritually, having it girded on in your mind. Amen. Like what Jesus talks about the helmet. Hallelujah. That's what he's talking about. He's talking about remembering, having it in your spirit, having it in your mind, in your heart. Amen. And flowing through your body because it's in your heart. Amen. And so he's talking about sanctify unto me all the firstborn. Okay. He said, whoever openeth the womb among the children of Israel, hallelujah, both of man and of beast is mine. Amen. It is mine. Hallelujah. That's our firstborn. Those are the first fruits of our loins. Amen. So the next scripture that Jesus led us to is John chapter 12. Amen. And we're going to start right at line one in John chapter 12. Amen. Amen. Then Jesus, six days before the Passover, came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, which had been dead, whom he raised from the dead. There they made him a supper, and Martha served, but Lazarus was one of them that sat at the table with him. Then took Mary a pound of ointment of spikenard, very costly, and anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the odor of the ointment. Then saith one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, which should betray him, why was not this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor? This he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the bag and here and bear uh, what was put therein. Then said Jesus, let her alone against the day of my bearing have she kept this. For the poor always you have with you, but me you have not always. Much people of the Jews therefore knew that he was there, and they came not for Jesus' sake only, but that they might see Lazarus also, whom he had raised from the dead. But the chief priests consulted that they might put Lazarus also to death, because that by reason of him, many of the Jews went away and believed on Jesus. So many, many of the Jews, they believed, they believed in Jesus because of that. Amen. On the next day, much people that were come to the feast when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went forth to meet him and cried, Hosanna, blessed is the king of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. Amen. And, and that, that particular, when they take the palm branches, amen, that's actually one of the other feasts. We're going we're gonna to get to that later. So that, that's actually um, Jesus, um, you know, uh, being acknowledged through that feast as well, too. And it says they took the branches and went forth to meet him, cried, and cried, Hosanna, blesses the king of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. And Jesus, when he had found a young ass, sat therein as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion, behold, thy king cometh, sitting on an ass's call. These things understood not his disciples at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then remembered they that these things were written of him, and that they had done these things unto him. The people, therefore, that was with him, when he called Lazarus out of his grave and raised him from the dead, bear record. For this cause the people also met him, for that they had they heard that he had done this miracle. The Pharisees, therefore, said among themselves, Perceive you how you prevail nothing. Behold, the world has gone after him. And there were certain Greeks among them that came up to worship at the feast. The same came, therefore, to Philip, which was of Bethsaida of Galilee, and desired, saying, Sir, we would see Jesus. 
Philip cometh and telleth Andrew, and again Andrew and Philip tell Jesus. And Jesus answered them, saying, The hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. Amen. So Jesus is saying here, it brings forth much fruit. But um, he that loveth his life shall lose it, and he that hateth his life in this world shall keep it unto life eternal. So Jesus is our, our uh, we're looking, we're seeing that he is actually the first fruit. Amen. So the next scripture that Jesus led us to is John 20. Amen. Just up a few pages. Jesus led us just to turn up a few pages. Amen. And he led us to John 20. Amen. And we're going to start right at line one. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene early when it was yet dark unto the sepulchre, and see if the stone taken away from the sepulchre. Then she runneth and cometh to Simon Peter and to the other disciple, whom Jesus loved, and saith unto them, They have taken away the Lord out of the sepulchre, and we know not where they have laid him. Peter therefore went forth and that other disciple and came to the sepulchre. So they ran both together, and the other disciple did outrun Peter and came first to the sepulchre at John. And he, stooping down and looking in, saw the linen clothes lying, yet went he not in. Then cometh Simon Peter, following him, and went into the sepulchre, and seeing the linen clothes lie, and the napkin that was about his, his head, not lying with, his, with, with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in a place by itself. So he said that it was not with the with the linen clothes. The napkin was wrapped together in a place by itself. My my pastor shared this with me. Amen. We were um, going through this scripture, and it's actually a, um, a custom. Um, it's been a custom that in during the Passover, if you get up and you're and you go um, leave from the table, and you're going to come back, um, you you leave the the napkin folded. You don't leave it unfolded. You actually fold it. Amen. So this is what Jesus did. He folded the napkin and it was not near his clothes. Amen. Like he was like he was actually participating in the feast itself. Amen. So it says in a napkin that was about his head, not lying with the, with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in a place by itself. So he made it apparent. Amen. But I left. Amen. Then comes Simon Peter following him and went into the oh, I'm sorry. I went I went down a little um up back a little bit. Then went in also that other disciple which came first to the sepulchre, and he saw and believed, for as yet they knew not the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away again unto their own home. But Mary stood without at the sepulchre, weeping, and as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulchre, and see of two angels in white sitting, the one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. And they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? 
she saith unto them, because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not that it was Jesus. Jesus saith unto her, woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She, supposing him to be the gardener, saith unto him, Sir, if thou have home, have um, have borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus saith unto her, Mary, she turned herself and saith unto him, Rabbani, which is to say, Master. Jesus saith unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my father, but go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my father and your father and to my God. And your God. Amen. Hallelujah. So Jesus led us um, just to go up just a few lines to line 19. Amen. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of um, for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst or in the middle and saith unto them, peace be unto you. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus to them again, peace be unto you as my father have sent me. Even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and saith unto them, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. Amen. Hallelujah. So Jesus led us up to Acts 1. Acts 1. Amen. And this is when, this is slightly after this point when Jesus uh, ascends back into heaven hallelujah so acts one jesus led us to start in line eight amen but you shall receive power after that the holy ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me both in jerusalem and in judea and in samaria and to the uttermost part of the earth so that's uh jerusalem that's the jews and judea that's the surrounding areas of the Jews. And the Samaria, that's the Samaritans, which are um, considered Gentiles. And so the uttermost part of the earth, the rest of the world, were, which were considered at the time, Gentiles. Amen. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. Amen. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white peril which also said you men of galilee why stand you gazing up into heaven this same jesus which is taken up from you into heaven shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven so he's going to come on the cloud just like he ascended up back into heaven on that cloud amen and so jesus he rose from the dead and ascended back to heaven jesus was the first fruit amen so now we're going to get on um, into uh, who are the first fruits because Jesus was the first fruit. Amen. And who are the first fruits? Amen. So Jesus led us to Acts 2, the next chapter. Acts 2, starting in line one. Amen. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Okay, that is the Feast 
of first fruits. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. Now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? And how hear we every man in our own tongue wherein we were born? Parthians and Medes and Elamites and dwellers in Mesopotamia and in Judea and Cappadocia and in Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia and Egypt and in the parts of Libya about Cyrene and strangers of Rome, Jews and proselytes. So they're saying the whole surrounding area all around Israel and going up into Turkey and Rome and all these places where Paul went to. They're speaking all those different languages from all those different areas, going even, even to Elam, which is out going towards Babylon, the Middle East. Um, in modern day time. Amen. All these different languages. And they were all, I'm sorry, I skipped something. Cretes and Arabians, we do hear them speak in our tongues the wonderful works of God. And they were all amazed. Amen. Amen. So this is the, the part of the first fruits receiving the Holy Spirit. Amen. The church receiving the Holy Spirit. Part of that, that first fruits come in the past. Amen. The next scripture that Jesus led us to is Matthew 14, starting in line 32. Amen. Matthew 14. Hallelujah. Again, starting in line 32. Amen. So it says, and when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. Then they that were in the ship came and worshiped him, saying, of a truth, thou art um, the son of God. And when they were gone over, they came into the land of Gennesaret. Uh, and when the men of that place had knowledge of him, they sent out into all that country round about and brought unto him all that were diseased and besought him, saying that they might only touch the hem of his garment and as many as touched were made perfectly whole. Amen. I think that might have been the wrong scripture here. Amen. Let's see here. Amen. Bear with me for one second here. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. 32. Amen. Hallelujah. One second here. Amen. All right. Jesus led us to 1 Thessalonians 4. Amen. 
I'm going to go write the first Thessalonians 4. <laughs> Amen. First Thessalonians 4, and we're going to start at line uh, 13. Amen. Till I come, give attendance to reading. Oh, I'm sorry, that's the wrong uh, scripture there as well, too. Amen. Amen. All right. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are, are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Amen. So people that, that have passed away, um, amen, that have dedicated their lives to Jesus, that have been baptized, amen, hallelujah, in his name, hallelujah, saying that, they're going to come back to they're brought back to life by Jesus, just like um, Jesus brought himself back to life. Amen. And being the first fruit. Amen. And in this same manner, we are being, we are the first fruits. Amen. Ascending up into heaven with Jesus, the first fruits. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So Jesus led us back uh, a few chapters to Luke 13. Amen. And we're also going to look at uh, the fruit, the fruit that we're supposed to uh, bear. Amen. In our lives. Amen. Before we go back into the um, rapture. Amen. There were present at that season some that told him of the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And Jesus answering said unto them, Suppose ye that these Galileans were sinners above all the Galileans because they suffered such things. I tell you, nay, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Or those 18 upon whom the tower and Siloam fell and slew him. Think ye that they were sinners above all men that dwell in Jerusalem. I tell you, nay. But except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. He also he spake also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came and sought fruit therein and found none. Then said he unto the dresser of the vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Cut it down, why cumbereth it to the ground? And he answering, saying unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I shall dig about it and dung it. So he's gonna, he's gonna um dig around it and he's gonna he's gonna strike it and if it bear fruit well and if not then after that thou shalt cut it down amen and so this is what he's talking about 
in the um, we talk about the rapture amen that jesus is saying if we're if we're not um bearing fruit amen he's talking about the fruit of the spirit but he's also talking about um making disciples if we're not going out speaking about his gospel we, exactly what he told us to do amen then he's like if we're not and then we're not obeying him amen that then we're not going to be able to to um come with him he's still he, he's still um amen will give us a chance that we're not going to come with him amen in that in that rapture if we're not obeying him amen so again at the sound of the trump the dead in christ rise and those that are still alive when he comes go up in the air meet him in the air amen and so jesus led us to revelation 11 amen to read a little bit more about this revelation 11 amen hold on one second Amen. All right. So <clears throat> Revelation 11. Jesus led us to Revelation 11. Amen. And again, remember, Jesus uh, went up in the cloud and he returns in the cloud. Amen. And so when we meet him in the air, we are going up in a similar fashion. Amen. And Jesus uh, led me personally to this. Amen. And the scripture um, verifies this. Amen. And there was given me a reed like unto a rod. And the angel stood saying, rise and measure the temple of God and the altar and them that worship therein. But the court which is without the temple, leave out and measure it not for it is given unto the Gentiles and the holy city shall they tread underfoot 40 and two months. Amen. Remember in Luke Luke 21, Jesus talked about that, saying that the Gentiles will, tr will trample on Jerusalem until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. Amen. And so line three in chapter 11 of Revelation, amen. And I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and three score days, clothed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks standing before the God of the earth. And if any man will hurt them, fire proceedeth out of their mouth and devoureth their enemies. And if any man will hurt them, he must in this manner be killed. These have power to shut heaven that it rain not in the days of their prophecy. 
and have power over waters to turn them turn them to blood and to smite the earth with all plagues as often as they will. Amen. And so they have the same anointing as Moses and Elijah, which stood on the Mount of Transfiguration with Jesus. So they have the same anointing. This is why when we look at the Exodus story, it's so very important. Amen. So they have power over waters to turn them to blood and to smite the earth with all plagues as often as they will. Line seven. And when they have finished their testimony, the beast that ascendeth out of the bottomless pit shall make war against them and shall overcome them and kill them. And their dead bodies shall lie in the street of the great city, which spiritually is called Sodom in Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. And they of the people and kindreds and tongues and nations shall see their dead bodies three days and a half and shall not suffer their dead bodies to be put in graves. So you can look at the three days and a half as actual three days and a half. Amen. We go back to Ezekiel. You can look at that as 350 years every day for every um, day for a hundred years. Amen. And shall not suffer their dead bodies to be put in graves. And they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them and make merry and shall send gifts one to another. Because these two prophets tormented them that dwelt on the earth. And after three days and a half, the spirit of life from God entered into them. And they stood upon their feet and great fear fell, fell upon them, which saw them. Amen. So an awakening. Amen. A speaking. Amen. And they heard a great voice from heaven saying unto them, come up hither. And they ascended up to heaven in a cloud and their enemies beheld them. If you guys remember, we talked about this in a lot more detail in the Revelation uh, series. Amen. And so line 13. And the same hour was there a great earthquake and the tenth part of the city fell. And in the earthquake were slain of men, 7,000. And the remnant the leftover were affrighted and gave glory to the God of heaven. The second woe is past, and behold, the third woe cometh quickly. And the seventh angel sounded. That's the last trumpet. The seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. And the four and twenty elders which sat before God on their seats fell upon their faces and worshiped God, saying, We give thee thanks, O Lord, God Almighty, which art and was and art to come, because thou hast taken to thee thy great power and has reigned. And the nations were angry, and thy wrath is come, and the time of the dead, that they should be judged, and that thou should have give reward unto thy servants, the prophets, and to the saints, and them that fear thy name, small and great, and should have destroyed them which destroy the earth. And the temple of God was open in heaven, and there was seen in his temple the ark of his testament. And there were lightnings and voices and thunderings and an earthquake and great hail. Amen. Hallelujah. The last scripture that Jesus led us to was Revelation 14, and we're going to start at line one. Amen. And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Sion, and with him... And hundred and forty-four thousand, having his father's name written in their foreheads. And I heard a voice from heaven, as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of a great thunder. And I heard the voice of harpers harping with their harps. And they sung, as it were, a new song before the throne, and before the four beasts, and the elders. And no man could learn that song, 
but the 144,000 which were redeemed from the earth. These are they which were defiled, which were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are they which follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. These were redeemed from among men, being the first fruits unto God and to the Lamb. Amen. So the, the 144,000, the sending up in the rapture, amen, are the, the first fruits. And in their mouth was found no guile, for they are without fault before the throne of God. And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. Amen. Saying with a loud voice, fear God and give glory to him. For the hour of his judgment is come, and worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of waters. And there followed another angel, saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Amen. And so as soon as we're taken out of, the, out of America, that uh, America is judged. Mystery Babylon. Babylon the Great. Amen. And so Jesus let us know that we are the first fruits unto God. That when we are raptured up, we are the first fruits unto God. And that the 144,000 are the first fruits unto God. Amen. Hallelujah. And so that um, concludes the first of the feast days of joy, where we just went through the Sabbath, Passover, and first fruits. Amen. And so we're going to go into the rest um, on the in the next sermon, Amen, and continue to to uh, really dive into this. As Jesus wants us to understand a little bit more about these feast days and how it's being fulfilled and will be fulfilled, Amen. As things progress, Amen, in prophecy and in truth, Amen. And so, does anybody have any questions or anything that um, that stood out to you? Any personal revelations or anything like that? Amen. I don't have anything, Beryl. No, I don't have anything to say. Amen. How about you, Miss Rose? No, it's just very interesting. Finding out about the first fruits. Was Amen. Very interesting. Amen. Um, Ashley, do you have anything? If not, we'll go ahead and end it here. No, I don't have anything. I don't have anything. Amen. Amen. Somebody um take us out with a prayer. How about Miss Donna? Miss Donna, you want to take us out with a prayer? I can do that. Amen. Thank you, Father God, for bringing us together another day to fellowship in your name. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for waking us up this morning um, and for giving us the mind to read your word. We ask, Lord, that you will Help us to understand what we're reading, Lord God. And we thank you for Daryl's presence and being able to help us through 
um, your word. Heavenly Father, we ask that you just keep your arms around each and every one of us, our families, our friends, our associates, our co-workers. You know, we just ask you to be with this world. Lord God, it is just so much going on in this world today that we know that your time is near. We just ask, Lord God, that you'll give us all the courage, the wisdom, and the desire to help one along the way that um, you have given us, Daryl and Ashley, to help us along. Lord God, please keep us safe. And so next time, Father, we thank you for all that you have given us, all that you've taken away from us. Because, Lord God, we know if you took it away from us, it's not in your will. Father, just help us to touch our minds, our souls, our hearts, Lord God. Touch our feet, Lord God, to help us to walk in your will. We don't always know. We don't know what that will is, so we need you to help us. All of this is being sent. All of this is being presented to you, God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to continue to watch this unfold. It says right in the scripture, the Jew first and the Gentile. And we're seeing a, a great mystery unfolded with the church. Amen. And, and these prophecies come in the past. So we're looking up. Because our redemption draws near. Amen. Thank you guys for fellowshipping with us. It's always wonderful. Thank well, you, guys. Thank you, Gerald. Yep. Thank you, Gerald. Amen. We love y'all. Please be safe and blessing. Amen. Blessings, everybody. Good night, everyone. Good night. Have a